Hey, welcome to Fire Talk, where we take a look around at what's happening in the world of Southeastern University Athletics. I'm your host, Ken Engel, president of Southeastern University, and joining me is my co-host, as Director of Athletics, Drew Watson. Welcome, Drew. Good to see you, Dr. Engel. Good to be back with you. Lots happening this semester. One thing that, that you're well aware of is we just announced our new bass fishing team. Yes. And uh, we've got... 20th sport. 20th sport. So we've reached a milestone here. And uh, having Weston Marsh as our first coach, he's hit the ground running or swimming or boating and (laughs) working on that first recruiting class for next fall. So we're excited about that. And in fact, I like to bring a prop. Ah, yeah. So we've got a, we've got a fire fishing hat. Wow. That's awesome. For the president here. So enjoy that. Should I wear it? I'll go ahead and wear it for I think you should wear it. I don't think I can with my my headphones on. But I'll set it right here. All right, there you go. And and are these available yet? To they are not. They're an exclusive. Wow. So there you go. You might you might see that for a very high co- high price someday. And I heard already we have a lot of people calling in, writing in. How do I apply? I want to come and fish for Southeastern. Yeah, so. and that's that that happened with football. Yeah. When we announced football, I think we had 650 emails within a day. And Southeastern's a, a destination, and people want to be here. A lot of Great things happening here. Right. So bass fishing is no different. Yep. And is it only bass they can fish for, or can they, can they fish for others as well? It depends on the tournament. Okay. It depends all on right. what they're that fishing is... for. I believe a lot of these, many if not all these tournaments we're going to be in are going to be bass. Okay. The way it works, and I, I've had to be educated in this world. I'm not in the fishing world, but we go out with our teams of two. Yep. And uh, there's a sermon in there somewhere, right? Yeah, right. People That's out right. To, they go out and they fish. And they they keep their top five fish, and then they have a weigh-in at the end, and whoever has the most pounds of fish wins the tournament. Wow. That's a simplistic way to put it, but okay. that's how I understand it. We have plenty of lakes around here. So, we do. So we'll have plenty of bass to hopefully catch. Yeah. So looking forward to this program. Now, we're going to talk a lot about what's going on in spring sports and things that are happening here in just a minute on Fire Talk, but... We got a big Sunday coming up here, and I got to hear from you on this because you are, you have a vested interest in this Super Bowl because you were raised in Pennsylvania, and I think that Philadelphia team might be a team you've been supporting for a while. Yeah, since birth, I believe. Yeah. You know? <laughs> okay. So, so, big Super Bowl Sunday, and I got to ask you, who do you have winning? Now, come on, you got to be real. You're an athletic director. You can analyze both teams. I don't know. Kansas City's pretty tough, so be real. Okay, so growing up in Philadelphia, you're used to your team letting you down. Sure. Okay, so Philadelphia fans typically take a very pessimistic attitude towards any big event. Oh, it's great to be there. We're not going to win. But there's a lot of optimism in Philadelphia about this. I think a lot of it is how the regular season went, how Jalen Hurts is playing, the wide receivers, A.J. Brown and Devontae Smith. Just on the defensive side, very solid. We're healthy. All 22 starters are healthy and going to play. I know Kansas City is a little little banged up, especially at the wide receiver course. I think objectively, I can say that the Eagles have a very good shot in this game. I'm more encouraged, more more optimistic going into this one than I was against the Patriots five years ago. But uh, hopefully come Sunday night, we'll be Super Bowl champs again. Yeah, We'll see. It should be a good game. Chiefs, what is this, their fourth trip in five years yeah. to the Super Bowl, I think? Yeah, something it's, like that. Pretty close there. So we'll see what happens, but it's definitely going to be a fun game. And uh, 
Now you were a you were at one point a Denver Bronco fan. I was, and yeah, I've always loved Denver, and uh, but uh, I'm a Ram fan too, and yeah, so. I just root for. Uh... <laughs> hold on a second. Back in Philadelphia, we would call. We had, there's a certain category that would be a bandwagon fan. Yeah, that's yeah. Would, and I could see how you would think that. <laughs> I don't know. I don't go beyond those two teams, really. Okay, okay, you know? that's good. So I kind of acted like I supported the Seahawks because I did live in. Seattle. And the Seahawks actually, their practice field was on our campus. So I, I saw them practice every day, actually. I've always been kind of Bronco Ram fan, so we'll see what happens. All right. Bounce uh, back coming next year for both those teams. Exactly. I hope. We'll yes. see what happens there. But anyway, let's talk Let's talk a little bit about Fire Baseball. Our baseball team is rated number one right now in the nation, correct? That yep. hasn't changed. They've started out, I think they are They're all actually on a hot streak, winning the last four games in a row, I think, or maybe five, right? Four. Well, it was the first four games of the year we've won here. Okay, so. first four games. Yep. Okay. Two games that stand out from the others is a win against Benedictine Mesa after an 11-inning game. And here's the deal. Fire Baseball does this all the time. They win in late innings. And I was looking at the score of that game, and it was 8-1. to one. It was. Benedictine. And I'm thinking, here's our first loss. And that was in the eighth inning. And then later, I checked the score, and the fire win, 9-8 to with a walk-off win. Uh, and that was a huge win. And then, of course, they beat number 2-ranked Lewis Clark State, who they played in the World Series. Yes, that was a championship um, game. The championship game. They beat them 8-3, so they know how to win. And I'll have to throw in there. They beat my alma mater on Saturday as well. Vanguard University yes. was on campus here, and yeah. Good game. That was that was eleven to one. Ten that run ruled them. Ten game ended early. Game early. Yeah, that's right. They so wanted to play a little longer, but I don't think it would have mattered. So. I don't think so. Either. We we had it going that day, but it's funny you mentioned that. Really, all last year, you know that we'd be down early, early innings, five one, six one, and like clockwork, sixth, seventh, eighth inning, we start to chip away yeah. and came away with a lot of wins. Of course, we only lost four times last year. Amazing season, fifty nine and four, but. You know, that game against Benedictine Mesa, you mentioned it was 8-1. We start the bottom of the eighth inning down seven runs, score six in that inning, one in the ninth to send it to extra frames, and uh, then win it on a walk-off, as you said. But the remarkable thing about that is the crowd was dead. Okay, And I have to shout out the softball team. The softball team left the men's basketball game to go to the baseball game where they fired up the crowd and were boisterous. We score six about the time they got there. Wow. And uh, what I said to the team was, sure, you go out to baseball, help them win, but you left the gym. The men's basketball team happened to fall that night to Warner. So they've got to really, they should spread their energy around, maybe support all teams, not just Yeah, fan support makes all the difference. Oh, yeah, for uh, sure. We need to make sure our our fire fans come out for those games so they can... Mm -hmm can help them win. Baseball has two games coming up this week, and they're playing... They are on the road. ...on Sunday versus Central Methodist and Louisiana Christian. But Yes. They're looking good, so... They are. Exciting season ahead of us. But I mentioned softball. Softball has their opener this Saturday at home. Okay. They host Bryan, Bryan College from Chattanooga, Tennessee, or Dayton, Tennessee, to be technical. Really good team, and they finished within a whisker of the national championship last year up in Columbus, Georgia, and they enter the season as a fourth-ranked team in the nation. Wow. So a lot of and they've got a, a lot of new faces on that team, but really look tough. They're a very well balanced team, good pitching, good hitting, great defense. So looking forward to seeing them take the field on Saturday. Yeah, no, that'll be great. I want to talk a little about 
tennis and golf. Our tennis team had a huge win against Emory Riddle this last week, a Division II NCAA-ranked team. Not just that, but we beat them for the first time in program history. That was huge. And, yeah. then, and then golf, our fire golf team placed sixth at the Titan Winter Invitational in Melbourne with the Matthew. Susanek. Susanek. Yep, yep. Placed seven overall, which is very good. But both teams, man, doing well. Yeah, the thing about tennis and golf is they play off campus. So they're becoming afterthought sometimes in people's minds. Basketball's here, baseball's here, soccer. But these teams are very, the women's team competed. They, were, they won the Sun Conference last year, women's golf. And the tennis teams, watch out for tennis, yeah. especially on the men's side. The men are stacked. They've got, a, they've got a lineup that is last year's top players, number one, number two, are now playing three and four, roughly. Yeah. So you've got people who were on the top of the flight playing lower, which means we've gotten better players at number one and two. And just this is a team that has a chance to do some really special things and is a very tight group, yeah. very, very yeah. family, very tight. The guys are, are close-knit. Very, very, uh, very supportive of each other. I was out at a match last last Saturday. They were playing over at Beerman Tennis Facility. Uh, if you have not been out to Beerman to see the tennis teams play, man, get out there. That's, yeah. There's a lot of energy around these teams. Yeah, that's great. I, and a lot of our teams, when you look at them, we have a, a lot of ranked high in the NAIA, and five are in the top ten nationally with two in the top five with wrestling and men's golf. So, yeah, that's uh, it's exciting to see where our fire teams are rank, ranked. Yeah, we we mentioned it as we go, right? We already said the softball's ranking, baseball's ranking. You mentioned wrestling at third, men's golf at 12th, women's golf at 8th, men's tennis 9th, women's tennis 12th. And yeah. so this is a very busy time of year, but it's yeah. a time of year that's very exciting for us as well. Yeah. Our wrestling team had an unbelievable win against Bruton Parker with a blowout of 50 to zero. 50 to zero. You know, and that was coming after a loss against number two ranked Life University. I... Those are always fun matches to watch, let me tell you. You you were introduced to wrestling when we started six years ago. Yes. It is a unique sport. Very Obviously, those guys are warriors. That's It's one sport where, you know, we have a colleague, Dr. Owen, whose son was playing baseball right. as a youngster and walked off the field one day and threw his glove down. I'm done with this sport. I don't want to play a sport where other people can lose the game for me. Yeah. So yeah. then he went to wrestling, and wrestling's all control. on you. Yep, it's all that's on right. you. How have you? How do you like being at a? You go to wrestling matches as you can, but quite often, do you like? You like the atmosphere over there? Oh yeah, the, we have a great game atmosphere. And if you haven't been, what do we call our wrestling center? The uh, fire pit. The fire pit. Okay, unbelievable. And of course, we modeled it after. Cornell University, Cornell, yeah. which is one of the top-ranked wrestling mm -hmm. colleges in the nation. It, so it's an incredible venue and a lot of excitement and, and a lot of energy. So I would encourage you. I love going out and watching the matches. And we've got, in fact, we got a big one coming up, right? Senior it's night. the last one, senior yep. night. So yep. last home wrestling match. So if you haven't been to one, you've got to come out to the fire pit and make sure that you enjoy the great atmosphere because it is a lot of energy and fun. It is. Our men's basketball team has won five out of their last six games. They have. And including a big win against Weber University. This was a pretty close game, tied up at 47 with, what, about nine and a half minutes left. Team put up a 6-0 defensive run, changing the game. And then with less than a couple of minutes left in the game, Jalen Mole 
put up a three-pointer to, to give, what, a seven-point lead, I yep, think. Yep. And Mull into the game as the second leader with 19.6 rebounds. The lead score was our own Riley Minix with 25.16 rebounds. It's a good, that's a good game, obviously. The team has been struggling a little bit offensively. Uh, yeah. They've been winning some games on their defensive effort, which has been spectacular all year. A very good defensive team. But they're a good shooting team, too. Yeah. But it's, it's shooting is something that comes and goes. And I think some of the, some of the chemistry is starting to come, start to turn in the right way for this team at the right time the right the time. Tonight they play, they, we host St. Thomas, yeah. and uh, the winner of that game on the men's side is in first place yeah. in the no. driver's seat. So tonight's big game, conference championship on the line. Right? Well, pretty much. Now do we host, will Southeastern host if they win the championship? The conference tournament goes to the number one seat. Okay. Hey, that's all we have for today, but uh, we want you to start tuning in on Fire Talk. We're going to be having guests highlights of our games. It's going to be a, a great podcast and we encourage our fire fans to be a part of it. Drew, I'm happy and honored to be doing this with you. Glad we get to share and talk about the excitement that's happening around our world of athletics yeah, here at, at Southeastern. And as we close out today, I want to say thank you for listening. Hopefully you guys can go out to support us at all of our upcoming home games. Those games can be found on fire.seu.edu. You can find the calendar for when and where future games happen with all of our sports when you land on that page. But we're excited about what's happening with Fire Athletics. Thank you for joining us today. Go Fire and have a great day. Take care, everybody.